Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This My Bourbon Podcast. I'm your host, Perry. With me this week are my co-hosts, Eric, the Whiskey Mutant, and Swan, the Bourbon Finder. Big ass August is here. It's going to change every week, and I'm just so ready for That's everything. how it goes. That's how it goes. Yeah. One week it's a Star Wars quote. The next week he's saying he's going to kick somebody in the balls for a bottle. Yeah. And I'll still Ooh. do that. Gotcha. I can't I'll... believe you didn't get in Facebook jail again. I got a warning. From what you said yesterday? Yeah. Three strikes and you're out. So that's one for the month. <laughs> the Zuck is a fuck. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I was just testing uh... the waters. I'll, I'll be honest. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Um, <laughs> hope you've been well. Uh, if uh, you're, you're coming back for the uh, uh, repeat episode, this is great. This is really good stuff. Uh, thank you so much for being here. If you're listening for the very first time, thank you so much uh, as well for checking out the show. Subscribe if you have not done so already. If you're watching the video version of this, thank you for that. You can check out the video version of it on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash my bourbon podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about the YouTube channel a little bit more. Little. Here in just a bit because we got kind of a big announcement for a live stream. So I think by now it's already kind of out there, or it should be at least, because I think I'm gonna have announced it on my previous live stream. Oh yeah. What's gonna be going on? But we will we will get there. Uh we are in the middle of big ass well early big ass August. So it is big ass August. Uh, go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast to check out all of the big ass August festivities. Uh, where this week we've got uh, we've got the last call lounge. Oh yeah, it's something reviving. Maybe my favorite thing that I get to edit you, with a podcast. You go in on the editing for that. I really do every time. Yep. Because with the regular podcast, you know, occasionally you'll get some effects in there, and you know, yeah. you, you trim out a lot of yeah. stuff, and then you get to the you get to that, and I'm just like, well, this is Mary, a production. How much time did you spend on this? <laughs> there was there is one there's one that I never put out. And I think I've I've talked about it privately before, but it originally was it was just me and Curtis, and we I and and I, I every time that I sat down to work on it, I got really really anxious because of the amount of work that I was putting in for myself. <laughs> but it was that he and I went to Bob's Burgers, and we just got drunk while the family was like having an episode in the background. And like I just I like I was gonna write everything and do all the voices and just <laughs> and like I, I seriously sat down at my computer about five times and I was like I can't do this like just having a full on panic attack over it um, so <laughs> that never saw the light of day uh, but there there have been a couple of those where I've spent like three or four hours just editing that on top of like oh, the actual beautiful. podcast stuff but hey it got me through a lot of. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the pandemic. <laughs> something to do for sure. It certainly was. Uh, but we also have something to do uh, at the beginning of this do. episode. Uh, we normally do Flying Blind, where we get blinded by something, or we do Sips and Snacks. I don't know what we have this week. Happy birthday <gasps> to you. Am I the president? <laughs> Happy. It's going. It, by, it's by, my birthday week episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When this comes out, you just had your birthday. Yeah, I'll be twenty nine. Damn, you're getting old. I know. <laughs> I looked in the mirror today and I saw new gray hairs, I'm, like noticeably new gray hairs. I, I find a new gray hair in my beard and on my bald head all the time. <laughs> I 
and, and, well that too i shave it off though so nobody sees it just only keep the gray hairs get rid of everything yeah. else so anyway sips um, and snacks sips and snacks yes this is your birthday sips and snacks <gasps> is this birthday snack cakes birthday snack cakes Yay. and this this is inspired a little bit by uh our friend uh, fr- our fellow listener friend of the show jordan ferguson since he's got a big ass august birthday he yeah. asked me what goes best with birthday cake <laughs> and my reply was Pretty much anything, because when you get a really traditional birthday cake, it's basically just vanilla on vanilla. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, just beautiful vanilla on vanilla. I'm a fun fatty guy. Yeah. It's got sprinkles on top, too. <laughs> a little bit of color in my yeah. life. Oh, my Lord. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway, so I told him when I was thinking about it, I was like, you know what? Just pick something that you really like to add to a birthday cake. If you really like cherries, pick Something that has a cherry note. If you really like chocolate, pick something that has a chocolate note, and it's going to go with it. And I thought, what what am I going to do for sips and snacks for Perry? So, I I decided to think about all the stuff Perry really likes, and I made a one-in-one. Here, y'all can pass these out. A one-in-one custom Whiskey Mutant blend, which, after we're done... Perry can have the rest for his birthday. And after we try okay. it, I'll tell you what's in it. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting a little emotional over here. Dude, yeah. I thought of all the stuff that you like, and I was like, I'm going to make something that pairs with a birthday cake. So, didn't didn't you give me a whole box of these last year? Yeah. On my birthday? Yeah. Yeah. I, Which reminds me, this is just about the one year anniversary of you being on the podcast is it i think we missed it oh i think we missed it by a week (laughs) (laughs) it's all good dang it (laughs) we'll come back to that sometime i never got my anniversary so that's a thing (laughs) this guy over here i'm sorry it's a thing then Mostly because I think I recorded an episode and disappeared for like six months. Sound familiar? Uh, oh, did that, that again. smells just like a birthday cake. Mmm. <sighs> little Deb. I love you. It's just like a birthday cake. That flavor is just so iconic. Like you. Okay. I think I figured out what I want my birthday cake to be. <laughs> You're just going to take about 17 boxes of those, lay them flat, and cover it in icing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You made a blend for my birthday. Yeah. I, I blended this up uh, the other day before work. Uh, so it's been it's been blended for about three days. And you keep the rest. Ooh. You can actually nose the snack cake. That's how, like, big the uh, the flavor is on it. Dude. I got to say, too, thank you, Jordan, for asking Eric. Yeah, this inspired me. <laughs> I guess without his questioning, this wouldn't uh, have been a reality. That does smell good. Swan's doing a pour over. That's amazing. I haven't even sipped the whiskey yet. I just wanted to. Oh, yeah. That turned out good. Oh. Oh, it finished, though. Mmm. <laughs> The pour over. That's delicious. Oh, yeah. I think oh, wow. part of it is because the snack cake is just so spongy, so it just soaks Oh, yeah. Up. Those are the best ones. 
just soaks it right up. And I'll leave the birthday cakes with you so you can just eat on that okay. for the rest of the week. Mm. I'll probably have one on my, my stream tonight. There you go. Too. You can take that. So what do you think? I think it's amazing. That pairing is fantastic, too. It actually makes the birthday cake kind of, like, nutty. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it that cake can hold up to pretty much anything. Yeah. So anything you like, if you're listening, get you the birthday cake uh, cakes from Lil' Deb. Just find something you really like and just pair it up. Lil' Deb. Lil' Deb, Lil Deb man. Mm. You know, it was funny. When you first started, like, posting content of you mixing snack cakes and stuff i was just like what the? <laughs> what is going on and then i secretly was just kind of like i'm envious like he's found his niche like i need to i need to try it and I, I i went and got uh fudge rounds and and had some whiskey and i went through half my collection i was like i had a great time and i'm drunk this is <laughs> this is just amazing like i totally i get it i want to buy in i think you i think you you and perry were the ones that were like you should do a that's what inspired me to do the fudge round, uh, like the tournament when I did the big the bracket. Yeah, yeah, I remember you doing that. I don't want to take credit for that. I I did. I don't either. But I, I remember no, I you doing like we that. No, I feel we were talking about it, and that's what made me want to do the bracket. That was like when you started doing that was right around the time that you got added to yeah the group chat as well. Yeah, and I would ask somebody, and they'd be like, "Put this in there," and I was like, "Okay, I'll put that in there." And the rest blend. is history. The blend's so good. All right, so when I take bourbon and I think of Perry, I put four things in this, different ratios. And it was like, I had to do it all by smell because I was working. And I was like, if this smells good, it's going to taste good because everything I put in is, I know he likes. So so think of it as like a, uh, like a pyramid. Mm -hmm. So we have mm -hmm. a base that's a little bit more of 2014 rare breed. So that's our base. And then we're moving up a little bit more. And then we've got a 15-year-old Knob Creek pick. Um, so that a little bit more. Right on the money so far. <laughs> yeah. And we're going up in proof. So mm -hmm. it's like... Da, da, da. And then the little bit more of this is a um, C918 Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Which is higher proof. Yep. And then the little cap, and I just topped it off like a little floater on top of it. Hazmat Kings County. <laughs> 150 proof. Just yeah. enough to like cap yeah. it off. Yeah. That's and what, pull it uh, all together. That's what, that, that's what uh, helped it. Yeah. So that was just it. Just get solidified. Okay. Yeah. I put all three of them in there and I go, it needs something else. It needs just a little bit more... Just something like to kick you, and I just like I just did like a little doop, like a little just it just floated on top, and then I blended it together. It's so freaking good! So yeah. that'll do it. That'll do. <laughs> that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Mm. Perry's birthday blend. Yeah, it's gonna be gone by the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. There you go. Happy birthday. Man, thank you. That's fantastic. I'm just going to... 
let that sit and I'm going to admire it for a little while before I take another drink of it. Miring it. Just miring. Just miring over here. Uh, So, what have you guys been drinking recently? (laughs) Uh, I've actually not had anything since the last time you recorded. Um, I guess Eric hasn't either. Yeah. Um, I had something Saturday. Oh, okay. I had a Russell's pick that I paired with oatmeal cream pie. Nice. It was an older label, like the label before now, and it was a Warehouse G. And it's really good, but it's getting so low, like I gotta like finish it off. So I'm it. I'm thinking I'm it's gonna make it to pours from the floor. Oh sweet. No. But if Warehouse G are probably my favorite picks. I've said this before. And I don't know, there's just something about it. Like I just love Warehouse G. I like all Russell's picks, but something about G I love. I've only ever had like two picks from Russell's that I was just kinda like, Ugh, no, can't do it. And both of them were... Uh, Warehouse G? No, Warehouse like F. Or S. 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 I think it's S. S. Yeah. I think I have one S. I didn't like it. Um, Somebody has said that that listens to the show that S is their favorite Rick House. It might be their favorite, but I mean... It's not yours. It's, it's not, not mine. mine. Uh, and then... <laughs> you. Yeah, and then... But I there I could definitely tell like it's it's a profile I don't like. It's not that it's just legitimately bad. Yeah, you know, I mean that's fine. Sure. Love what you like. Yeah, man. of course, it's fine. Uh, but I don't know. I wouldn't love what me. you like and like love what, what you, you love. Like, yeah. But even the worst Russells, I feel like you could still just crush a bottle. Yeah, Patrick uh, Starkey uh, was the only person I know that's gotten a legitimately bad bottle of Russells. Really? Only one. Yeah, fair, yeah. I think I remember him saying that. And it was a total wine pick. <laughs> so, whoops. You remember that time I got a total wine? Fault? A total wine Russell's pick, but I bought it from Liquor Barn. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the reverses happened a lot yeah, too. That's funny. Where Total Wine will get Liquor Barn picks. Yeah, yeah, we got like two cases of their Yellowstone pick, and we just called them like, "Hey, you want to come buy this back at cost?" They're like, "Nah, no, <laughs> not really. Just put it on the shelf. <laughs> just right. mix it in. <laughs> you well, know. I mean, if you offer, you can't do much else. Ours now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we went to a Legends game the other night. As we were getting out of the car in the parking lot, uh, there were shots fired. <laughs> All right. I'm not even kidding. That's that side of town. Yep. That's, well, uh, far from the course. So then we went inside, and I had a couple of uh, bourbon barrel ales. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm not feeling this right now. Uh, also, the emptiest stadium I've, I've seen. Oh, it wasn't the Legends. It was the, the Genomes. That would the, that would explain it. The team that's on loan from uh, Maryland, Wild Health Genomes or whatever. It yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> got to the end of the night, and I was drunk enough to where I was just screaming, just yelling for for the players. And I mean, it was just dead silent at a couple of points. Oh no! But I mean, like, I got people to get excited about the game. So you you basically filled in the role where you got up, screamed, had a fantastic time, and then sat down and looked at Lucy and went, "Where am I?" Like just <laughs> no, I knew where I was. Okay, <laughs> I was there to watch baseball. Baseball is my favorite sport. We're gonna run it back though, cause I got more for September. Oh heck yeah, yeah, fantastic! It was. I mean, it was a really good game. The Genomes won. Like killed them. I mean, in the first. <laughs> They had three runs in the first inning, and I think they had a total of seven by the end of the fourth. I wish they were the gnomes. 
That would be better. <laughs> that would be really funny. Get the little Travelocity gnome as their little mascot. <laughs> Wearing the little hats and stuff. Yeah. I got a gnome at my house. He's chilling. Uh, but I hadn't had a bourbon barrel ale in a long time. But, man, they are you know so good. Some of the Newtown Branch products are actually, I think even the uh, the current single malt from them is actually aged in those those bur- or those uh, beer barrels. I did not know that. Yeah, I had no clue. I looked it up on their website, and I'm like, now I got I got to try that. Yeah. I don't think I've had it. Have you had a Kentucky bourbon barrel ale before? I, I have, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, as far as <laughs> beer goes... It's stouty. It's good, I guess. <laughs> I, just, I just don't do beer, man. Swan does not like beer at all. I every like six months, I force myself to reaffirm that. Like I have to, I have force to either, yourself. I either have to like tell myself like, no, nah, this is still not for you, or I move on. I do that with certain foods too. I just like everyone loves them. I should like them. They're people that I, we, you know, if we were to go to like a restaurant, I could see us like having a mutual like want for certain things on a menu, and it's just like I still just hate it can't do it completely fair i try it yeah i just don't want to hey, be those you try people. yeah that's i don't want to be one try. of those people that's like oh i hate this and it's like when was the last time you had it like i've never i've never had it yeah like it's word of mouth i know what i like and i know what they like and if they don't like it then i don't like it. exactly yeah. like i'm not doing that i'll i'll definitely order a beer and make faces influenced on instagram months. so i know that i don't like it <laughs> yeah oh goodness <laughs> Uh, let's do a little bit of housekeeping before we get into the news and the TTB labels. No new releases this week because I guess we did them all last week and even then it was like nothing. Yeah. So I, I believe that I will have announced this on my live stream this past week. Uh, but tomorrow, after this episode comes out... Uh, that live stream is going to be a fundraiser for uh, Eastern Kentucky uh, for the flooding that has happened over there. And it is also going to be when we give away our two general admission weekend tickets for Bourbon and Beyond. Yep. Um, Eric was originally going to be a part of that. You probably got to fill in for somebody at work. Yeah. Um, So Eric is going to be giving away... Uh, his set of tickets for Louder Than Life. Yeah. Come mosh with me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it. we're going to be at both weekends. Yeah. I won't be, I, it, not like the entire time, but we will definitely be there. At least there. be there one evening and yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, uh, youtube.com slash my bourbon podcast. All the funds that we raise are going to be uh, given to... Uh, East Kentucky flood relief. Um, it's, this actually kind of leads into our uh, our next, our first bit of news as well. Um, but I figured we could take a week of snuffy chats and yeah. you know Mine. support support the, the the folks who you know are very close to you and your heart, yeah. Eric. Uh, that uh, we're so yeah. so affected by. Yet another. It's just crazy <sighs> just seeing like pictures on like the news, and you're like, "That's where I grew up. Like that's the place that I used to hang out, or I know that place." And it's just, it's so like I don't know if I said this on the podcast last time or if I was just talking to April or something, but it's like it almost makes me feel hypocritical because it's like when I see this happen in other places that doesn't affect me as much. Like I don't feel 
I always feel bad, but I don't feel as passionate about it. But then when it's something or some place that you actually have like a connection to, it's like no, it, it's it's completely understandable. So that's how it goes. So yeah, it it it, it breaks my heart seeing uh, the pictures and everything, and knowing that that's that's that was my place, that was my hometown. Um, and uh, like Perry said, get on the live um, and do that. Uh, if you want to do the louder than uh, life um, tickets giveaway, that will be on my Instagram. I'll have uh, Perry and my bourbon pod tagged in that as well. It'll be just a donate. Send me a either send me a PayPal or I'll, maybe I'll find something. You can do a screenshot and then I'll let that run until Perry's done the bourbon and beyond, and we'll end them both on uh, Thursday night. So you still have yep. a chance to get on my Instagram right now. Um, and go for those as well yeah so that'll that'll start today i guess as of recording yeah right? I, or I got tomorrow. it set up. i'll probably be putting it on instagram tomorrow that's fine yeah um i think i think i might have a little bit of like official press images and stuff to yeah. send to you if you need it as well yeah just send them over. anyway there's been a lot of big companies helping out with that too i saw where tide was sending one of the, like their massive like trucks to just yeah. wash clothes because i mean you you look at the floods and one of the biggest things that was crazy about it was it was not water it was like just sludge mud yeah yeah, yeah so i mean and there's people literally just like squeegeeing out their house like that is insane yeah uh, i mean it, it's about as destructive as you can get you know with a with a natural disaster yeah, so. and I mean the people there—they have such a good outlook too. You watch them literally, just like, yeah, it happened last year, happened this year, it'll happen again <laughs> next year too. I don't care. I'm this is my home. I'm not moving. Yeah. And like it's it's just crazy. They just I, I I love that for them. You know, to have such a connection to where you live is is great. Yeah, but again, I mean we we want to support Eric and you know, yeah, yeah your your yeah, family. Just, and, yeah, it's and, just. Because it's not, that. it's not just, you know, your blood family, but I mean, the, you're, yeah. where you're from, that's, yeah. that's your people. I appreciate that. So, oh, yeah. yeah, man. Uh, speaking of the, uh, the floods in Eastern Kentucky, the bourbon industry is hosting an auction to help those affected by the Kentucky floods. Uh, they, it means that they are, well, there, there's a couple of different things. Um, wild Turkey just up and donated $50,000. That's amazing. To, to help uh, relief over there, but um, I love wild turkey. There's also a it, it's the the bourbon charity or bourbon relief fund or something like that um, that Fred Minnick spearheaded. Is this like the same well. one they did for the tornadoes? It's the and exact stuff? same yeah. one. Um, Fred just put out. I think he put out an email about it. Let me see what I can I can find. Um, but saying that yeah here it is uh the kentucky bourbon benefit sorry uh it's presented by fred the kentucky distillers association uh bourbon crusaders and westport whiskey and wine uh they're gonna have an online auction from august 11th until the 21st uh, you can head to kentucky or excuse me kybourbonbenefit.com uh to check all of that out um yeah that's awesome so there's there's a lot of different ways to uh to support the relief and uh, and to help out and you know we're we're gonna do we're gonna do as much as we can. I mean it, it, it's not it's not three point four million dollars. <laughs> I think any little bit helps worth, though. but 
uh, we we do want to make sure that we're um, we're showing up for it because Kentucky's gone through. I, I I think I said this last week, but eventually Kentucky's going to get a break. Yeah, like <laughs> we got to just just need a break, man. Uh, it, it's it's been a rough rough couple of years. Um, not that it hasn't been for everybody, but you know. Anyway, uh, kybourbonbenefit.com. Go check that out. Uh, happier news, I suppose. It looks like we have the lineup announced for the Bourbon County Stout Uh-oh. releases. I'm excited. From Goose Island. Gunny Blanton's. <laughs> uh, I don't know yet. I'm actually seeing this for the first time. So... <laughs> so what was that noise? I just uh, barley wine. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That that uh, we had a barley wine a, f- uh, a few years ago, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I just that was one of the ones that I tried, and then somebody told me after like you're supposed to let that sit for a couple years, and I was yeah. like, well, that's all of them, but you can drink them, and they're like, no, 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 like barley wine, like really let it. So sit. do you yeah. let them sit in a fridge, or do you like in a like a your it's basement kind of the or same something? as whiskey is what I was told is to just keep it and you know to where it's not going to get super hot, it's not going to be you know you can refrigerate it I guess, yeah. but it doesn't need to be. Um, oh my God, there's so much good stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, so we've got uh, seven different variants. The Goose Island Bourbon County Stout, two-year barley wine reserve, 30th anniversary reserve stout, biscotti stout. Is that Italian? Spaghetti? What? No, those, those, yeah, biscotti. That's those little cookies. The little, like, uh, a lot of people call them, I guess, biscuits, but they're like... <laughs> oh, but like Biscoff? Yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's finished in that? Yeah, so just like kind of cookies without sugar. They put them in a barrel and let the cookies sit, and they put the beer in it? Listen, they're working magic over there, man. All right, I'm down. Uh, Coffee stout? smoothie sour? What? (laughs) Smoothie stout? Yeah. I'll do it. Uh, Coffee stout, Sir Isaac stout, and the proprietor stout. The proprietor stout comes out every year. Um, Wait, what, Sir Isaac? Are they putting Sir Isaac in a barrel? Too? We are going to find out here together, my friend. Uh, the two-year barley wine, uh, <laughs> like little kids, like what's yeah. that? Dad, uh, help me! What's going tell on? Me, Dad, what's going on? <laughs> the barley wine is aged in fourteen, sixteen, and seventeen-year-old barrels from uh, Old Fitzgerald Bottom and Bond releases. Hmm. So I'm excited. Uh, the thirtieth anniversary stout. Uh, 14.4% ABV, uh, and it looks like it's going to be aged in Jim Beam barrels? Yeah, a blend of Jim Beam barrels from their small batch bourbon collection. I hope it's Basil Hayden. <sighs> Me too. Yeah. It's probably Basil Hayden, Knob Creek, and... Old Granddad. Booker's. Booker's? That's part of the small batch collection, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Yeah, and Baker's was. It's I guess it's technically not anymore. Goose I, the 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 coffee stout, intelligentsia coffee is they're partnering with. What'd them. you call me? It's uh, <laughs> the second week in a row you've used that joke. I'll probably do it next week. Uh, this specific coffee blend combined with our imperial stout is called Turahamwe, uh, which means together and is a perfect tribute to all uh, the hands that go into making it from the female coffee farmers in Burundi. Uh, that produced the blend to our friends at Intelligentsia, the fi- uh, first brand we worked with on a ver- uh, variant back in 2010. Nice. 
All right, Sir Isaac Stout. That's the one I want. I read it already. I'm here for it. Ready to go. After fresh thinking over here. You can't lean in. Nah. I'm going to knock the mic over. Can't be bothered. But I like the surprise. I don't like spoilers. So it looks like it's a uh, proprietary blend and recipe um, that is intended to taste like fig cookies. It's. I don't know if you picked up on this. It's fig newtons. Fig yeah. newtons. I. They love, just can't say fig newtons. I love fig newtons. Oh, it's called Isaac Newton. Sir yeah. Isaac. Sir yeah. Isaac Newton. Oh, okay, I get it. Newton, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. my yeah, God! Look what they've done. Look what I they did. Get it. Those. I get it. Sneaky bastards. I love it. It's like anytime somebody has to reference Disney on a produced thing. <laughs> it's great. The how the the shack of rack. Yeah. Rat. Excuse me. You know, Fig Newtons are probably one of those things that it's like every six months I have to go back and try them and be like, you know, I don't I don't mind them. I don't hate them. I remember not eat them all the time. No. I remember as a kid thinking, man, these are kind of weird. I don't know if I like these. And then uh, as like as soon as I hit college, somebody was like, you want a Fig Newton? I was like, yeah, it's been forever. And then I was just like, oh, my God, this is the most amazing thing. (laughs) And I have not stopped since. I guess we got to pair some Fig Newtons. It's okay. I'll do it by myself. <laughs> you know, in every six months you can you can pair them. Well, okay. The well, uh, about time. So the proprietor stout uh, is the last release, uh, and it's inspired by a love of cocktails uh, and the vibrant hospitality hospitality industry in Chicago. The recipe was dreamed up after two of their brewers, Jason Krasowski, Krasowski, and Paul Cade. <laughs> Spend a night is. out on the town trying some of the best cocktails the city has to offer. The result is a brewer's take on the Jungle Bird cocktail that combines banana, coconut, lime, and a new ingredient for the Bourbon count, uh, County yeah, Stout smart. family. Jungle Bird. Jungle Bird, yeah, man. You're all about those Jungle Birds, aren't you? I am. Pineapple. Pineapple's the last ingredient for the Bourbon County Stout family here. So there's no, like, so like uh, bourbon, like, big name bourbon one? Uh, oh, I guess the no. Fitzgerald. Well, the... Well, they had the 30th They've anniversary got... that was all the the uh, the Jim Beam stuff, I yeah. guess. But the, the regular Bourbon County Stout, um, it's going to be aged in, in a bunch of barrels from Heaven Hill, Four Roses, Wild Turkey, and Buffalo Trace. Gotcha. Four Roses is new. Yeah, I don't think they've done Four Roses before. No, but they also have significantly amped up how much of that they're putting out. Because uh, yeah, this point. it's been on the shelves for a while now. Uh, and usually that was one of those that got scooped up within days. Well, it it was, I think, for a couple of years. And I think people started to realize how much of it there is on the market and they didn't have to go so crazy. That's fair. You know? Yeah. I mean, people were buying cases of it at a time. Yeah. Well, I wish they would do another one of those. I wish they would do it every year, to be honest. Those three packs that they do where they do like yeah. this year's, the previous year's, and the years before that. I think the only time they did it was 17, 18, 19. Yeah. Because I remember that was one of the ones that I personally bought to to try. Because you're like, you gotta have this, you gotta have this, and I I went and tried it, and I was like, oh, 17 is most tolerable beer that I've had in a while, and then 18, I was like, this is also pretty good, and then 19, I was like, eh, okay. you know, the longer I do this podcast with you two, the more I realize that I am more of an equal opportunity drinker than the either of you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I so. <what's laughs> Uh, it's, yeah. true. It's, it's true. Like, yeah. It's true. Like I and I'm I'm not like oh whatever gets me drunk. It's just like I enjoy a variety of different things. Like if yeah. I don't 
I don't have to be like, well, I guess I'll put ice in my bourbon because it's the summer and I still want to drink bourbon. But like, I'll have a gin and tonic during the summer because it. See, that's the thing. It's like no. I, <laughs> it's an audio medium. I shook my head. No. Well, you can still see it on the <laughs> yeah. video and everything no, I just, too. <sighs> but whew. I'm I'm sorry that I enjoy. I'd rather go pick a sunflower and eat it like an oatmeal cream pie. <laughs> I just hate gin, man. I don't like gin at all, dude. Can't I'll, do I would it. chew on a uh, air freshener. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. Yeah. Anything Cheaper, distilled probably. and aged, I can usually get behind. Outside of that, I I don't know. What about a distilled and barrel aged gin? I've tried it. It's more. It's it's okay. It's okay. I tried the new that, one. We've got that one that's a uh, uh, Donnie and Diana gave us too. Yeah. I I mean, it's better significantly. I just don't. <laughs> I don't know. It's not for me. It's not for me. Okay. I like margaritas. Those are okay. <laughs> yeah. I can do those. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Let's just move on. I was um, just looking for one that had like a, a Blanton's topper on it like last year. <laughs> what if with the uh, the Sir Isaac's... Was it the one? The no, no, no. The, the, the one that they did Fitzgerald barrels they put the bottle of decanter like they had decanter yeah. stopper in there that'd be so funny what if they just wax dipped the uh the booker's one the one that was done in the jim beam stuff just wax dipped it like, like like that put the little ribbon yeah uh here's something i think we can all get on board with assassin's creed has a bourbon <laughs> damn i lied so, um especially because this is a uh texas bourbon fuck and it's finished in uh smoky mountains in tennessee what you know? You, I I love Assassin's Creed. I might do it. I I mean we can we can review it. Let's All see right. if we can get a sample. I've played every Assassin's Creed. Game. Have you really? Every single one, What's including the DS ones. Wow. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think for me the uh, all of two because they did like uh, all the Ezio trilogy. Fantastic. Loved it. What about the movie? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Is that Michael Fassbender? It was bad. That was what it was. You know what? And Jake Gyllenhaal in it? No, that's uh, Prince of Persia. Oh, mm-hmm. my bad. Yeah. Uh, so it's a four-year-old straight bourbon whiskey bottled at 90 proof and has official tasting notes of rye spice, wheat character, and hints of cherry, vanilla, and oak. Damn. Wheat character. Wheat character? <laughs> like a cereal character? I don't know, man. Uh, Not even seeing a price on this, but I don't know. 40 bucks? 50 bucks, probably? Hmm. Nope, pricing oh, wait, at sixty nine. Seven sixty nine dollars. There you go. Uh, for seven fifty, it's available online and also do visitors of Tennessee Legends for retail stores. Oh, I don't I'm know what that gonna is. Gonna have to take a drive, I guess. I'll figure it we out. We can get it on online. Yeah, you can buy the uh, the uh, <laughs> Swan's like. No, I have to go. I have, have to, to go. Well, I mean, it just gives me the an special excuse to go visit Donnie. It's fine. That's true, yeah. Oh, my gosh. GameStop starts selling yeah. um, it's like the, alcohol, too. The bourbon edition or something. I did, I did like, a couple weeks ago, go to get my hair cut, and the GameStop had this giant sign on it next to the place I got my hair cut, and it said, we have Xbox bundles. And I walked in, and I was like, bundles, sweet. Like, I'll go get pricing. I finally bought one. I had been looking for one for a while with the, the storage capacity that I wanted. And the, like, the, the new larger Xbox ones. one? Yeah. Yeah. And so I finally got it. And as I was checking out, the guy took it down. I was just like, what's going on? He's like, oh, we got one. 
got one. You Xbox. bought the only one? I bought the only one. Damn. That's incredible. I was so happy. Dang. Yeah. And then I got an Assassin's Creed. That sounds like a bourbon release. Yeah. We're going to be releasing this. And then one person gets it and they're like, all right, the release is over. Yeah, here's your one Russell's. Have fun. Yeah. Fuck. Could you could you imagine though if they started selling like alcoholic G Fuel? <laughs> you know, it might keep them in down. business. Is G Fuel f- uh, failing right now? No, uh, GameStop. I don't think the- <laughs> they're not. Doing well, I'm the not greatest. necessarily talking about GameStop. I'm just G Fuel. Yeah. No, they're doing fine. Okay. I figured they were. But uh, a bunch of TTB labels that we can look at. Speaking of Goose Island, Bardstown Bourbon Company, Goose Island Bourbon County Stout finished. Straight bourbon whiskey. I think both Eric and I can agree that we're looking at you right now for this. How excited are you? I'm really excited for okay. that. 111.4 proof. Nice. Um, not seeing an age. Oh, 12-year-old Kentucky bourbon. And they finished it in Goose Island uh, barrels for 13 months. Yep. Yeah. I'm Cocoa, all, baked I'm cherry, and vanilla cream. Yep. Hmm. All over that. For I'll sure. Try it. I'll try it. Castle and Key Weeded Bourbon. Weeded Bourbon. Can we just give a shout out to their graphic designer? Yeah, they're killing it. They're killing it. It's a shame that their bourbon isn't very good. Yeah, it makes me want to buy the whiskey every time, and then I have to do a double take. Yeah. Four years old. Looks like it's coming out this year. Four-year-old weeder? Yeah. We'll see. That would be Uh, fun to compare that directly against Wilderness Trail. Yeah. Yeah. They absolutely. are one of the only people that make a young weeded bourbon that is actually really good. It's true. Young weeded bourbon, man. It's just, I don't know. I feel like it always needs a little bit more mm-hmm. than four years. It does. Uh, this is interesting. Starlight's Huber's small batch bourbon whiskey finished in ice wine barrels. 112.4 proof. Gonna be I, sweet. What is, tell me about ice wine. Ice wine is a type of wine where they actually leave the grapes on the vine until it freezes. And then when they pull the grapes off frozen, then they actually macerate the grapes and make the wine from it. What does that do differently it, as far as the wine is created? So if you freeze grapes, it literally just kind of pulls everything in. And right. the, the more condensed you get the grape and the longer it's been on there, some of them even grow almost like a fungus to them. It's a little strange. And then they, they as soon as they get really condensed, it just takes the sugars and condenses them down. So mm. then when you make wine from it, it makes a super sweet wine. Interesting. Sounds good. So I guess this is going to be a, yeah, a sweet, <laughs> a sweeter bourbon. Yeah. Sweeter. Uh, Four-year-old bourbon uh, finished in these casks. Yeah. And it's weird, um, too, because those bottles usually get bottled in 200 mils or 375s. They're tiny because they're super expensive. It's like 50 bucks for one of those. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Dang. Uh, the left cross puncher's chance. Did we talk about puncher's chance last week? I feel like we did. I think we did, too. I don't, I don't know. I think you were the one who was like, oh, I'm going to talk about puncher's chance. I think I sent it in our little message thread, uh, but I don't remember talking about it. Maybe. Uh, Straight bourbon finished in Jamaican dark rum casks. 14 years old, 96 proof. Uh, I'm I'm curious. Be interested to find out. Um, So my goodness gracious, so many new RD1. Did you see the bubblegum head thing? No. So, So that is from Three Floyds. They're making their own whiskey. Yeah, they've got they've got a whiskey. They've got now a straight malt whiskey, and then that they've label got a Everclear. Dope. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Here, turn the TV a little bit towards. It's bottled in bond too. Straight malt whiskey. That looks like a comic book. It really does. 
I like that. Yep. Hundred proof. Dope. They've got uh, a special release old. they do at their gift shop that you can get, and it is I think it's bourbon, so you can actually go pick it up. It's called Divine Right. Um, I love Three Floyds. We're gonna have to see what we can do about that. Uh, I think I brought this up not too long ago, but ZZ Top has uh, their own bourbon. Can't wait to have that coming the, out the lounge. Trace Ombres. Yeah, that's gonna be what brings back uh, that cover band to <laughs> the lounge. ZZ Top. A couple of Indiana bourbons, a Texas bourbon. It's 100% I think I ruin Indiana MGP. Like you know, I will say, though, it's a three-year Texas whiskey. Like, that's got some age to it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sweetly oaked. Uh, old Elk single barrel program, it looks like, maybe. Hmm. Uh, only listing a high malt bourbon at six years old right now. Uh, but... Interesting. I'd be curious to find out what that is. New Holland Spirits? I've not heard of New Holland before. They just put out that uh, Dragon's Milk stuff. Oh, that's them. Okay. That's. I think it's the same company, which I looked into that. That's five-year-old distillate from them. Well, it looks like this is seven-year-old distillate. Yeah. So they've been at this for a while because they have one that just says Beer Barrel Bourbon. And it's been on the shelves for a long time. It yeah. gets overlooked because you're like, well, that's really generic. I don't <laughs> want that. Um, but I think it's the same New Holland that does the Dragon's Milk stouts. Okay. So it's know, probably pretty good. Uh, well, this is a single barrel, 110 proof. Doesn't look like it's finished in anything. But we got to check that out for sure. Anything you guys are seeing that we want to talk about? Yeah, that hard truth stuff right there. Sure. They've got a bourbon and a Kentucky sweet mash. That's that one that came out in that ridiculous like bottle that, and they had the rye. Now they're doing looks like single barrel picks of of these, and they're going to be decently aged. Yeah, five years old. It looks like it was pretty good. I mean, I remember drinking the rye and thinking it's got a little youthfulness to it, but there's a lot of redeeming flavors, so I, I think it'll be pretty good. Uh, there's another hard truth as well. Uncut and unfiltered. Mm. Yeah. Single barrel. Oh, it's picked too. Yep. Okay. Cool. So I think they're going to have some fun selects going on. Uh, we've got a few, I think, from uh, Frey Ranch. Malted Grain Series. Quad Malt. Quad Malt Bourbon Whiskey. Quad Malt. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> Cool. No. Dent, dent corn, like dance. Dent corn, winter wheat, winter rye, and two row barley. Uh, if my mouse will work. 100% malted corn. Single malt. The Redwood Empire that down there, that one's going to be pretty interesting in the center there. Yeah. Get the castor in. Yeah, but that's the. That's the uh, the blue one that everyone really liked, the Lost Monarch, but it's it's cast strength. Oh, so that a rye. Uh, no, it's an American it's whiskey. Oh, well, this one's a bourbon. That one's a bourbon. Oh wait, no, it's not. Sorry. Yeah. Great so that that one I think will be good because believe it or not, they were one of the few companies that I really bought into. They were newer. I think they're out of California. They're really different, uh, but for three years they do a really good job. Uh, Chad. Uh, my daily bourbon, Chad. He was telling me about it, and I was like, hmm, "Okay, buddy." And I finally fart, bought a bottle, noise. and I was like, "All right, he's he's right." 
Uh, 117.2 proof. Yeah. Nice. I think that'll be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Zeppelin Bend? Hmm. American Single Malt? 10 years old, 94.6 proof. Also from New Holland. Interesting. Rum cask finished. I'm going to have to try some stuff from them because they're, they're putting out a lot of like decently aged stuff that could be pretty good. Very old St. Nick. Ancient cask bourbon whiskey immaculata. Hmm. No, no proof yet. 15 year. Oh, is it one of those toted uh, bourbons, do you think? Could be. But at this point, I would assume it would probably be 16 years and they left it in the barrel. I don't know why they would pull it out and then wait this long. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of frustrated with the old St. Nick brand just because of how expensive a lot of that stuff has been. Um, like, unnecessarily so. Yeah. But. Yeah. Regardless. <sighs> We got reviews or at least a review yeah what are we doing here you tell me i want to day boy i, I want to do both but also like i don't think we can that's that's a lot well we can save one for next week let's save one for next week you tell me which one i mean i've i'm i'm too excited about the bookers all right let's do the bookers get that beautiful box out here the first seven year bookers since like the second or third release of bookers <laughs> with a batch name i think i'll have to go back and look but bookie, bookie no man it it's just it's exciting to see a release of bookers that i'm excited about <laughs> You know, like, every release of Booker's recently has just been, I've been like, eh, all right. But it really was just that seven-year age statement. Do you think them going, like, officially announcing that they're going to three releases a year instead of six to four or whatever is, is going to be a good call for them as far as focusing on quality? I think it depends. I think time will tell. Um but I don't like I I don't know because like I didn't feel like we had any trouble with the four year old or excuse me the four releases until I mean, all of a sudden like they just started tanking. Yeah, but I mean that could be just like oh man, force too much. There's a lot of demand for this all of a sudden. It's so dark. It looks good. It's so dark. Ooh, little cork pop. That was pretty good. Uh, so this is the Lumberyard batch, 124.8 proof. Uh, the lowest age in it is seven years, one month, seven days. Oh, you so were waiting to read it. Yeah, thank you. Let's see. Let's see. I always, I'm going to say it. I always compare Booker's to uh, Country Ham. So, because that's been my favorite in the last little bit. All right, I was not prepared for Booker's. Hold on. <laughs> I haven't had Booker's in so long, man. Wasn't even that. I just stuck my nose in there like it was 86 proof. Smells like bourbon. Smells like high proof bourbon. 
124.8 proof. I'm getting some, like, fresh cut grass on there. I get honey. It smells like yeah. honey nut Cheerios. I can get behind that. Nuts and honey. And then just like, you know it's bourbon. It's like, this is just yeah. like... A little cherry in there. Yeah. A lot of honey nut Cheerios. I'm not mad at it. It's it, it does have a lot of ethanol on the nose, though. Yeah, you gotta like really like you can't go deep in there. That's why I said I wasn't prepared for it, man. I went in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hmm. it's good up front. I think it's really good up front. I don't like the finish at all. I don't like the finish either. It, it like it starts going like cherry cough syrup. It gets really astringent by the end of it. Yeah, it's it's it 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 kind of kind of dupes you there. It's like good, 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 good. Wait a second, <laughs> surprise, surprise, mother. Um, yeah, dude, it's like it's nutty. I mean, you can tell it's Beam, it's Booker's, almost like it's almost like snickers up front it's kind of like a snickers and then all of a sudden it goes it goes a completely different direction on the finish and i don't know the second sip is a lot better but you have to just deal with the fact that it coated your mouth <laughs> it's a lot of flavor yeah snickers up front and not a not a good party in the back um I don't even know what that is. It it smells like, I mean, it tastes like what I imagine the like wood would taste like the like, you know, the dead trees yeah. that are just laying there, and it just smells damp and woody and damp. Damp's a good one. Yeah, you know, it's got a damp finish. Man, I I think that's probably one of the better <sighs> flavors I've had out of Booker's. I just it's not all the way through. At least no, in, but in the, recent. But the thing that you get left with the most is the finish. Yeah, because it's long. Which, I it makes me not want to go back for another drink. Lumberjack. And I really do enjoy the palate up front, but it just by the by the time it's over, I don't I don't I don't want any more of it. I feel and hear me out here. I think this is gonna be a perfect one for you, because you could chase this with something, whether it's a snack cake. Yeah, something we gotta, we, like that. We've, we've got to yeah, we gotta take that finish out. Yeah. So you could I mean, not that you want to like get a ninety dollar bottle of bookers and chase well, it or something, but you know, me and Perry split this one, so Yeah. But <laughs> Here I, I we go. I think you could like legitimately pair this well with stuff. I think I this... mean it would go perfect with I I immediately thought of a Snickers. Um but you've it's almost like you're going to need not much of a pour over. It's going to have to be like a layered snack, and you're going to have to do the the sip and eat. It's going to be like take a sip, yeah. eat it, and it kind of mixes in your mouth, and it may take out. If that finish could just go away. I think it needs something without chocolate, if I'm honest. I want to put it with like one of those snowballs. Coconut things? Yeah. Hmm. That would be, yeah, that would be, I mean, that would be a completely different animal. I think if you, if you take the chocolate, though, and it kind of coats 
the back end. I think that's what's really going to kind of solve some of that. Yeah. Either way, though, it's a pricey bottle. There's a, a decent oh, flaw man. in it, that, at least that we think we like a out de- of it. A decent flaw is a really yeah. nice way of putting it. I'm doing that my best. The, no, I know. but and, and I'm not trying to be mean, but I don't know. I, I think I just got too excited over this. It's like clickbait. And, they got us with kind of with the label. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I agree. Like it, it you're finally like, oh, they seven years because the what the last yeah. one was six years, eleven months. It was like a week younger yeah. than seven years. And you're like, why didn't you just do it seven years? Okay, the last sip I took though had a little citrus on the finish. No, I've been getting citrus. Yeah, for the, sure. The citrus is a little redeeming. I'll give it that. It's almost like um, kind of pina colada. Pina colada. I even get like those. Uh, those orange candies covered in like uh, in in like sugar, a little mm-hmm. crystallized sugar. Yeah, almost like a dried mango kind of thing. I don't know. That little bit is it's it's nice, but it's not enough. No, a low scoring finish for me. On um, yeah, dang it! I just I really wanted to like this. I, I was would, so I would excited. rather this finish just drop off. And be like, ah, there's not much of a finish, as opposed to, I want this finish to leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would rather have a no finish than a long finish. And Do, like, does this read like? Because it, it kind of does like me to in me. High school. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this finish is like me in high school. Huh? Does this read to you? <laughs> like when you were in high school? Never mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like this <laughs> takes me back. Like this was the result of over tasting things and having just kind of a dead palate by the end of it. Because I feel like this isn't as intentional as some blends are. And it was just kind of like thrown together a little bit. I don't know. I mean, you got to look at like Elijah Craig Barrel Proof too. I mean, they they have some that come out and you're like, oh, this is kind of a dud. But there's people that like, they love it. No, I know. They may have gone for a very intentional thing that just hits a niche instead of a broader audience. Either way, I do think it it needs a little work. I I think when I go back to the nose, the nose gets worse. Like, I, I mean... It gets thinner. Yeah, there's just not much... And even like taking the ethanol out of it, it's like, I don't know. Up front, it's really good. And everything else is just, nah. Well, I mean, we compared the whiskey we had last week, the, what, 15 stars to mm-hmm. this? Price point wise, I'd much rather have the other. I'd much rather have oh, 15 stars. Oh, yeah. I'd, buy, I'd buy it all day. Yeah and, yeah, and we got confirmation that it was 140 Yeah. That bottle was $140. Yeah, and so, we were saying 120 to 150 Yeah. Right. So this one, most places, is probably hitting a, a meet, like around 100 bucks. This was, I got a little bit of a, a frequent customer discount, but before that, it was ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah. So, it, I mean, I guess the question is, for 50 extra dollars, would you be happier with a bottle of the 15 stars? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, we compared sure. it so directly no, last week. No contest. No. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so unfortunate. And, you know, famously, Booker said, you know, as, as he was dying, don't let them touch my Bookers. And, I, I mean, not, not that it's been like... 
tampered with, but I do think that this is just further evidence that the quality has just dropped off. And yeah. It's just it's just not there, and and I I don't know I don't know if it's there's a different team of of tasters or the people who are kind of guiding the the way that these batches are are built. I just I, I don't know I don't know what that guidance looks like anymore, but I it clearly is not what it once was. And I'm I'm with you on that. I think when I do score this, I'm going to give the price an extra point. Just because. Because this has probably been the brand that's been hit the heaviest about their price increase. Easily. I mean I, I can I, I've seen people complain about Booker's over and over and over again, raising their prices when every other distillery has done the exact same. Do you guys want to go ahead and review this? Then? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm ready for I it. I mean, this. Yeah, we got to. I mean, everybody's going to be trying to get this. So. And the, the, after letting it sit for a couple of minutes, I do think that it has significantly improved, though. I'm really enjoying the palate. I think it's going to no. get better as it opens. I mean, we really did just straight up open it and pour it. There's no time to open up. Yeah. Uh, so we have a review system of nose, palate, finish, and price. Each category is out of five. Total score out of twenty. Guys, what do you think about the nose on this one? Uh, I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a, a two and a half. I was gonna go with a two. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a two and a half. Uh, I I did two and a half because it's 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 just a no. I mean, it's bourbon. It's nutty. Yeah. It's Booker's. It's right down right down the middle my my issue with it is just that thing you were talking about earlier that it does seem to get thinner the longer that it yeah. sits in the glass which i don't really understand <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like that's what what about that surely some of the ethanol would be rolling off of the nose but right. it, it's it's not and it's getting a little bit more dominant for me so um I do I like there is a lot about the nose that I enjoy that yeah is very kind of classic bourbon classic bookers but overall I am just not impressed with it unfortunately so uh two for me I gave it a two and a half because I feel like once you do get through the ethanol you kind of figure out where to hold the glen and you know that kind of thing make sure you can actually smell it it's not bad but I mean but you don't want to have to do that you don't have to be like hey listen I'm going to pour you this but you got to hold it this way and you got to yeah. be careful on the nose. Like you yeah. don't want to like pour this and have to instruct somebody on how to smell it. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, you got to give feel qualifiers on the yeah. bourbon you just poured. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Palette. Easily the best part of this for me. Um, still not over the moon about it, but I really did enjoy it. 3.5. I gave it a four. Wow. Thought it was actually really good. I, I mean, again, the best part. By far. Yeah. I gave it a three. I mean, I feel like, you know, 2.5 is right down the middle or around that. It's a little bit better than that. Like, up front, I mean, I'm just going based on my, like, initial taste up front. So, it's yeah. a Snickers. It's it's chocolatey. It's nutty. You guys were saying you get some citrus. I, I get chocolate and uh, nuts all day. I do think that I, – I think the finish is actually improving. Or it definitely has for for me at the very least. Uh, it it's like it's just kind of mellowed out. It's not as astringent or frustrating. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Booker's to me was always it used to be anyways. This was the bourbon I looked to to like really set the standard for what a good finish would be. I yeah, mean, you remember front porch batch? Oh yeah, of course I do. Yeah, I mean that I was. Miss it. I think I rated that a five. That I think was you did amazing. Too. 
so good. And this is just not that. Yeah. I gave yeah. it a... Um, what did I give it? Um, A 1.5? That's what I gave it. I mean, it's just... I don't know. It's just it's just disappointing, I guess. Yeah. It almost ruin it it hits the finish hits you fast enough to where it ruins like the good front palette. And then like I said, it stays with you and it's not a finish I want to stay with me. It's almost a finish that's like I got to get something else to get this aftertaste out of my mouth. Yeah, like also 1.5 is where I was at. And not not looking good going into the price here. Oh boy. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, I mean, retail has jumped up to $99. Yeah. I, I'm so frustrated by that just because of what it has been for so long. And I know that we have to kind of adjust our scales and adjust our, our viewpoints based on how the market changes and the way that the industry is changing. So I can accept that. I can still also be frustrated by it, I think. So, I mean, with, with as good of a quality, as high of a quality as Booker's was for so long. And that price point being, I mean, fairly accessible and pretty appropriate, especially considering, you know, what the lowest age was going into it. I'm I'm struggling with with this because of how much everything has just fallen off the deep end, and I I hate to say it, but I mean there are just so many other things that I would rather pick up that I consider to be a much better value. And if we're comparing apples to apples, you got to think about Knob Creek single barrel, yeah, a sixty dollar bottle about two that's of them nine years I old. This. Yeah, I, I would too. Yeah. Um, I, I hate to do it. I think that upping the price on this is uh, understandable, but ultimately the wrong move for Jim Beam, especially how we, when we consider how low a quality a product this is. It's a two for me. I mean, it's just, it's unfortunate. Yeah, and I'm I'm with you. I think it's a two. I'm gonna give it a three because again, I feel like this one in particularly has gotten just absolutely thrown under the bus when it comes to pricing. Yeah. Uh, so for me, that that gives me a total of like eleven. Uh, I got a nine. Uh, yeah. I gave the price of one point five. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. think you're closer to me than you are, Swan. Eight point five. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just like. I don't know. Take away the box. Take away the wax. Whatever you can do to bring the price down. I don't know. Like, it just... I mean, that's a $100 bottle that... I I don't know. Like, it looks good on a shelf. Maybe if you're just collecting them. You don't... You know, you want to get the whole set. That's fine. But, like, when you taste it, like... It's hard to score something with a bad finish high for me like i i've yeah, almost sure. i've almost sure. got to the point where finishes are maybe one of the most most prominent thing i look for like a good finish just because yeah. if you have a good finish you can sit there and chill talk to your friends hang out and you're just you just chew on it for a while and then if you don't it's like okay go try another drink gotta try another drink and then you're like you know what i'm just done with this yeah 
Yeah. And I'm 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 with you on that. I mean, to me, just the slight citrus note in there and how bold this is, I could see this making a really good cocktail. But I'm not paying a hundred dollars for a cocktail. I I mean, you you go to OBC and you order the Mastodon, which is a a Booker's old fashioned. Yeah. yeah. I could see this going perfectly well. It needs. Yeah, that would hide the finish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't want to hide the finish on a hundred dollar bottle. No, We've all hit on no, that. No. You don't. <laughs> And, and, and it, but like to to touch on that, I mean, one of your first reactions was to say, Eric, you need to pair this with something to improve or hide the finish. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I, I totally understand. I just I you like shouldn't playing. Have to say that. I yeah. like playing devil's advocate with these, just because it's. First of all, I know it's slightly annoying for the group, but at the same time, it's like there's going to be so many opposing perspectives yeah. on so every single be bottle. Like, this is the best booker since, you know, whatever. This, this is why it's fun to have three people on the podcast because, like, I don't know what to expect anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I'm totally aware that sometimes even the points that I bring up are contradicting. That's the point. Like, I mean, you're going to have... Point. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you're going to have... Bird is the word. Yeah, you're going to have so many people that are like, oh, this is the best bookers I've had in a while. And then you're going to have uh, Eric here who's like, oh, it's, I'm comparing it to Country Ham, which was also not a super highly regarded batch and then i'm looking at it like it's not it's not front porch batch you know i mean there's so many different perspectives yeah. uh i think an 11's okay i don't think it's worth buying i think it's cool to just leave this one on the shelf maybe even having their product on the shelf for a little while will kind of force them to realize like hey our stuff's sitting there maybe we maybe yeah. we do drop the price down a little bit more maybe we focus a little less on putting the oldest thing we possibly have out and just make what's tasty I don't have a lot of faith or hope going into, in the, within the next couple of years, what I'm expecting to be uh, the Booker's 35th anniversary batch. Mm, I don't know. The 25th and 30th were amazing. They were, but, I, I mean, they, they've really got to show me that they still have the capacity to do super well over the next year or so. For me to truly be excited about it and get on board, I, I I feel like at this point, if they were to drop the thirtieth at a price point of, I mean, what like probably two hundred dollars, um, I I'm gonna put that thing under a microscope and I'm gonna be hypercritical of it because it it's just they I don't know I I don't think they deserve a pass right now. No, they don't. I hate to be that. I hate to be that like insightful it's a hundred dollar bottle inc it is a dollar but it, it's yeah it, it, it's it, it's frustrating this it, is, yeah this is not like the hey this is going to be the normal shelf offering we're going to your daily drinker and all that stuff no this is bookers that we put it in a box we put it on the top shelf and we put a hundred dollar price tag on it like yeah we're going to get down to the fine details and it it shouldn't it shouldn't have a finish that makes you want to pair it just to get the whiskey better usually yeah. you want to pair something because you're like oh this is great i can't wait to try this it's not like like swan said it's not i want to pair this just to make this better so that's, that's fair Bookie. high proof hot takes high proof hot takes man i guess to wrap that up I, th this essentially is a pass for me. Oh yeah, I'm not. But, I mean, I mean, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I don't. I don't think any. Like, you're not missing out on much by no. not picking. If you want to collect them, I mean, great color. You know, 
it's going to look good and lined up with all the other ones. But if you actually open them, to love to drink them. Go buy Knob Creep single barrel or even some yeah. Old Granddad or something. There's better options even out some there. Some Bakers. Yeah, you get a Baker single barrel. Yeah. Eight anyway. years old most of the time. Anyway, high proof hot takes. High proof hot takes. I don't really have anything this week. I, I've, uh, I've been so. I, my my past week has just kind of consisted of me just being a dad. Yeah. So <laughs> I've been kind of locked into making sure my child doesn't die. Um. <laughs> all right. What, what yeah, you think? You look like you're going to say something. Oh no! I just making sure your child doesn't die. I mean, that's like that's whew, that's stuff right there. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I got one. Um. I I don't think that uh, Chicago pizza is real pizza, but I like it better than New York style. No. Oh. I don't know what the so the hot take to me there is. You don't think it's real pizza? Yeah. It's it's like a legitimate like. Because I could see pie. people being like, you know, I like New York style. I like this. So you're saying it's not legit pizza. It's more like a pie. It is more of a pie. What about when pe- yeah. people say pizza pie? If you want to put that qualifier on New York style pizza as well, I'll call it a real pizza. And even then, I like the Chicago style better. Okay, I'll, I'll play along. If you have to eat your pizza with a fork, is that even pizza? Again, I don't care if it's pizza or not. It's delicious. But that's why I said it wasn't real pizza. Okay, so it's just a pie. It's just a pie. Okay. It's I'm, a mess. I mean, I'm not, is, I'm, not gonna, I love it. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just like, I'm getting you to elaborate more on this because I know there's going to yeah. be somebody that's going to be like, this I, son of a bitch. I saw a tweet the other day that said that ketchup is made from a fruit and water, so it's technically a soda. <laughs> I was like, that's not right. That's, No. <laughs> Yeah, I also think the limestone uh, mixing water for like you know have you seen that stuff? Yeah, I feel like that's just as bad as saying that like the water from New York makes the bagels better. Oh yeah, that's I mean that's on the same level and they're both goofy. Not here for it. Yeah, come at me, David Levine. (laughs) Damn, calling him out. This is directly. Oh, I can't wait for yeah. This is gonna be good. Um, Eric. I don't know if I got one here. I feel like I came in pretty hot last week. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I would probably just, I'm just going to, I'll just say one sentence and we'll move on. Okay. Star Trek sucks. <laughs> Star Trek. Star Trek is lame as fuck. So anyway, that's probably a hot take for somebody. Tips and bits. <laughs> I got some good tips and bits. Um, have Swan, have you watched the newest season of Stranger Things? I have, yeah. Do we want to do a quick joint? I don't want to go through it too quickly, but do just a quick little discussion on Stranger Things 4? Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I, I would definitely recommend it, so I don't I don't see why not. But. I think it's the best season since the first one. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, I think, I think Vecna is an incredible villain yeah um i was it felt like the most horror show out there right now it it it's really scary. felt like i was watching a horror movie yeah a few times and like eden hadn't been around and i i was watching it and lucy comes in with her and i was like i don't want her to watch this fall <laughs> yeah. like, i don't want to put this on while she's around Becky's um, curse when he snaps them apart <sighs> did you guys see the the twist coming Oh yeah, at the end I did. 
No, no, no. Midway through. Oh. Are we doing spoilers? I, sure. Spoilers for season four of Stranger Things. I started catching on. I didn't. I missed it. I completely missed it. I don't know how. No, I I, I picked it up pretty quick. I'm going to be honest did with you. Did you? Yeah. I did. Yeah. It, and, you know, there's also some other stuff in there, too. Like, I'm a huge Dungeons & like Dungeons and Dragons nerd. Yeah, 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 yeah. And one of the biggest, like, things you can do for one of the campaigns in Dungeons & Dragons is actually this large red dragon. And if you think about what Will did a drawing of, oh yeah, it was a large red dragon. So I'm yeah. wondering, since there's so much tie-in with D and D, if that's going to be prevalent in the fifth season. I think I think we're going. I think Will is going to end up having powers. Something is something happened when he was stuck there for so long, and he's connected to this whole thing. Okay, let's talk about Will for a second. Vicious haircut. Got to fix it. Oh, God. God. <laughs> so bad. He's gay, right? Yes. Okay. Has to be. I I I, I needed confirmation. I mean, he, because it felt it felt like they were just leaning into it really heavily, but at the same time, like that could also have been misconstrued as him just being really close to his his good friend Mike. I think when I think when it shows um, when it shows his brother kind of yeah. look at him and like because i think his brother knows well and his brother's saying you can talk to me about anything yeah and, you i know think i'm always so. gonna be there I mean, for I, you i mean I, I feel like there. i feel like it's there yeah i i, I yeah i think that makes yeah. sense and he he's always kind of been the outcast of the group anyway yeah so for that to kind of be like an added layer that he might be experiencing because i mean it's the 80s it's not like right you know being gay is widely accepted or, oh, yeah. or anything so yeah i mean i could i could see that being yet another thing that he's got to deal with through all that um sadie sink is an amazing actress she she, she was the highlight of you cannot of the show this you season. cannot look at me and say you know what millie, millie bobby brown she really was no she was not the star of this no season. she I, I don't think she even came close to sadie was amazing episode four was one of the best was that dear billy yes yeah that was one of the best that was like incredible tv style whatever we're calling streaming shows now one of the best things you could watch all year like yeah. episode four was amazing yeah you did you guys make the connection with who robbins is maya hawk who plays oh, her? yeah i looked her up in last season is it ethan hawk's daughter and Uma Thurman. And Uma Thurman. Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's, I see that now, for I, sure. I, yeah, I Google searched her last season. I mean, I'm just, I just wanted to know. Like, she's good. I just wanted to know. Shut up. <laughs> you just got to know. Just stop. Just got to find out. Yeah. Um, I, I really like Robin. I think Robin's a she's fantastic awesome. character. Yeah. Um, I'm, I was so emotionally attached to, to Eddie. Fuck. Oh, yeah. By the I, by I mean, the end of the show, I mean, not that it's not a revolutionary thing to to say. It's nothing like he was so people, good though. But but yeah, and I I mean like not that I was ever like the super weird nerdy outcast kid in school, but I was that kid who like didn't really fit into a particular friend group. Like I just kind of floated between everybody. And so I, I don't know. 
like seeing Eddie just kind of being who he was and, and like, I don't know. I had a lot of appreciation for the way that that character was written and just a, a, a big like truthfulness to accepting yourself and, and kind of loving yourself too. And, um, I just, I love that character. Um, I, I think Steve Harrington is also just Steve's the man. I thought he was going to die. I thought he was too. I was like they're fucking killing Steve. I thought really he pissed. was too. I was not happy about that at all. But yeah. it's hard for me to say like they're going to bring. I feel like they're going to bring Eddie back somehow. Like whether it's flashbacks or whether it's just. I mean, they brought Billy back in. That's flashbacks. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's going to be something. He's just. I mean, people have loved him so much. Like he has to do. There has to be some kind of Easter egg or something in the next season to where he shows up or does something. And that, and I love seeing all the love that Metallica gave him. They had him, they gave him a custom guitar. He got to meet the band and play with them. Yeah. He actually learned how to play it. It wasn't just somebody else. Like, but was, he, it, he was saying that he he knew how to play that before. Yeah, the show. Yeah, he was a he guitar played, player he, before. Yeah, because he played guitar when he was growing up. Yeah, and, and then the bass player of Metallica's son is the one who wrote, who re-recorded it to play for the show that's so cool yeah because i was like how is this possible like what's going on so i guess like in order to use it costs more to use the original version of a song in a thing i think we might have talked about it but if you get permission and you re-record your own like kind of you know maybe switch a little bit up here make it you know cut it down for the show like it's you can do that and yeah, the uh, the bass player's son did the recording that they used for the show. That's really cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, crazy. I just overall, I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was just a a great season. Um, David Harbor and Winona Ryder continue to be highlights throughout the the show too, and um, of course Hopper was going to come back. Of course, like, he, like I watched that season finale of season three, and I was like, "He's not dead. <laughs> don't, don't do that. He's not dead. They wouldn't do that with Hopper." Yeah. Um, well, they I, showed it in that after credits that he was alive. But I mean, like, if it was you know supposed to be like the upside down or yeah, whatever. But um, the the season four finale is brutal. Yeah. It's really good, but it is brutal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I was not. I guess I didn't realize how like attached I was to all of these characters to where I just was like getting <laughs> emotional. <laughs> what about what about they just straight up? I can't remember his name. The 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 basketball player that was just going crazy, Chrissy's boyfriend. Oh yeah, they just straight up tore Jason him in. Jason, Justin, something like that. They yeah. just they just melted him in half. Like he just goes out laying there and just melts him in half. Like it's amazing. All right. <laughs> I didn't have any sympathy for that. Character, no, I didn't have sympathy. I'm honestly. just saying they straight up just melted him in half. Like they yeah. they didn't show any sympathy for him. Yeah, he didn't have anything. Like rebounding or anything like that. It was no. just straight up. Could you imagine melt you in half? Shooting all of those, and then at the end of like the fifth or sixth episode, even the guy that wrote the script is just like, yeah, off that dude. Get him out of here. Yeah, right. we don't want to see him next season. We're not yeah. paying for him next season. Get I, him out of here. I think that was the only 
And I mean, it, it resolved itself pretty well, but I think it was the only like truly clunky part of the season was his yeah. little revenge plot against Eddie because I, I forgot about it until it got to the finale. Yeah. And all of a sudden he like comes back and he he has to, you know, stand in the way of and and I will say that moment at the beginning of that episode where Nancy's like, All right, we gotta go through the phases of the plan again. I was like, What's gonna happen? Like <laughs> and not even think that it was gonna be the basketball player like coming in and just yeah. ruining everything, but it's I, it's a good anyway, season. It was a really, really, really good, good season. season. Highly recommend. Big tips and bits from all of us. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Is that all for tips and bits this week? Yeah, I'll save mine for next time. Yeah, because we got to get to uh, some others. We got to get to the last call lounge. Last call lounge. We got to head to the lounge. Yeah, we do. Eric, do you want to bring us home with the, yeah. the things that uh, we can tell people about how to find us and where they can support us and all this good stuff? Well, if you didn't know by now, it's big ass. August Max Are you part of Big Ass August? Cause if you're not, then I'll tell you how you can be part of it. Ma- Max is the patron saint of Big Ass August, I feel or Eddie. Oh, Eddie. My bats are gonna eat you, but you're gonna Oof. go out in the most metal way ever. Anyway. That's shield with the trash can lid. <laughs> oh yeah. That's so good. Dude, I, and like at first you're like that's I, so impractical, and then he starts using it, and you're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, you oh, that one part when he pops around the corner when he's got Max's uh, Michael Myers mask on. Oh, it was so good. Dude. It was amazing. It was so good. Oh shit. Anyway, big ass August. I'm trying to get some more patrons, patrons. And we've got a few. Yeah, I'll tell you about them. I'm pff, hanging out with them all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're your best friends. They are. <laughs> oh, go over to patreon.com slash podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can support the show. Um, there's so many other things that aren't worth paying a dollar for, but the show is because we're awesome. Um, and then at $5, you can get all the extra content, the bonus episodes, all the big ass August stuff going on right now, uncut episodes. You can listen to them before they even come on your uh, podcast app. Um, so go to patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast, support us there. Apparently there's a, uh, a new tier coming that I'm going to be sending some pairings to. So you better be watching out Bring for that. I'm, I'm making sure that it's worth your time. Oh, I mean, I love pairing. I'll share it with you. No, I know, but I'm making sure that it's not like, hey, five bucks and you get, (laughs) you know what I mean? Five dollars and 50 cents. You're going to be covered. You're going to be taken care of. (laughs) No, I love sharing pairings and uh, I'm down for that. So get on that. If you want to go to get some merch, it's at, no, it's not at, it's just bourbon shop dot threadless.com if you can go get some whiskey Sorry. mutant merch it's whiskey mutant dot shop um swan do you got any merch nope okay um if you want to send an email <laughs> not even a little bit with a question and comment something that you want us to do review anything like that send us an email at this is my burden shop at gmail.com if you want to leave a voicemail for us to listen to and talk to you 859 428 Eight two five three. Yeah, we freaking still don't have one. I mean, I've begged. I've literally begged for a barrel rings to talk to. Let you me guys. make sure. 
Well, if there's a secret barrel rings. The long lost barrel rings. No. The no. last one we had was on March 24th. Okay. Well, never mind. Uh, if you want to go on social media, you can follow the show at My Bourbon Pod on all social media accounts. You can follow me at Whiskey Mutant. You can follow Swan at Swan TBF. Um, he's he's got an OnlyFans as well. Um, oh, only yeah, Swans. Only Swans. Uh, Swans. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's putting a lot of stuff in his mouth there. Yeah. Um, if you want to go to YouTube. This is my bourbon podcast on YouTube. Perry goes live every Thursday night at eight. Me and Swan try to join him when we can, and then and this this week on the live stream is the um, the fundraiser, the East yes. Kentucky Flight yes. fundraiser. As you're listening to this tomorrow, will be the fundraiser, and you can go to my Instagram at Whiskey Mutant, and if you want to try to win uh, some tickets and support uh, Eastern Kentucky, you can do that on my Instagram as well, um, and then just you know. Just tell people about us. Tell people about Write the show. Write a letter to your friend in another country. Send it to them and tell them to listen to us. They could also be as close as Frankfurt, Kentucky, which is where one of our new Patreon supporters is oh, from. Oh, yeah. Me too. You too. Yeah. For a little bit. Yeah, for a little bit. Until yeah. you move up north. Again. <laughs> Again. A different north. Less north. <laughs> north a, minus. A separate north. Yep. Uh, Todd Ritter. Todd Ritter? Yeah. Dang, dude. He's, I, he's, I, uh, he's my long-lost cousin. About that one. Yeah. Yeah. We were... <laughs> oh, man. We were at a BP gas station. So, wow. That was a big story right yeah. there. No, we were at a BP gas story. station. <laughs> and I heard I heard him, like, over... I was just... I was eavesdropping. I'm sorry. He was, he was trying to, like, tell the lady what his name was because he signed his gas receipt really bad. And he's like, Ritter. And I was like, damn, that must be... Ken the Perry, and I was like, "You want to have a piece of chicken over here on this gas station chicken?" He was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Why are you asking me to do that?" I was like, "I think you're family with my my friend Perry." He's like, "Perry?" He's like, "Yeah, I know Perry." And so we sat there and we had some church's chicken. It was horrible. Oh, it's bad. You should never buy gas station chicken from somebody that. Did you think it was a good idea to, to do that in the first place? Well, yeah, because I, we were hungry, and I wanted to have a conversation with him. Like, when's the best time to have a conversation with somebody? Not over gas station chicken. But if there's nothing else around, you know. You got me. You All got right. it. Yeah. So, had it. Horrible gas station chicken. If if you're going to get gas station chicken, you got to make sure Mama's uh, man in the cash register. And she just put it in there, and she put some crispy tater wedges in there. And that's what... That's what he told me, and I was like, you know what? You're exactly right. Uh, you, you, you are one. Every Ritter that I've met in my life is smarter than me, including him. Um, why he didn't stop me from spending my money on the chicken? He let me buy all the chicken. I got like a twelve piece. Are you committed? Yeah, I was trying to have a conversation with him, um, but either way, he knows his way around the gas station. Well, <laughs> he does. Thanks for getting out of that gas station so you, you could support us. I, Jared Quant. Oh, Jared. Oh, my God. I cannot believe he actually. He's supporting the show now. I know. It was crazy, though, because I, <laughs> we were not at a gas station. <laughs> we were at Crutchfield Meat Market. 
both checking out meat. He had a big old thing. I can't thing. get over how so many of these stories happened at a meat counter or a meat market. Dude, we were cooking up stuff, you know? And he hey, had, Critchfield's is the, the bomb. Yeah. Though. He had a huge pork tenderloin in his hand. Mm-hmm. like, And he looked like he knew how to handle that thing. And when I saw that, I go, dude, you look like you know how to handle that thing. And I said, you know what else you should handle? Big ass August. And he said, I love putting asses in my hand. And he said, I'm going to support the show. I was like, for real? Yeah, I'm going to. And then we talked about our favorite rubs. And uh, he gave me a back rub. I gave him a back rub right there in Crutchville. And then we both left with pork loins in our hand. It's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. And I'm so happy that he joined. And last but not least, Mike Green. Mike Green. Oh, my God. You should see this guy. Now, this one's going to be an actual story, I think. <laughs> you should see this guy yell yell at 11-year-old kids. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. I went, yeah, he got done uh, coaching a little league game, met him at the uh, concession stand. We both scarfed down hot dogs together. Real hot dogs, not gas station you hot sure dogs. You this guy. Yell at 11-year-olds. Yeah, you should. Where is him out? The dude can yell like nobody's business. And he looks good in his little uh, his little uh, coaching shorts. Where's the little coaching shorts? Um, but, yeah, had a great hot and dog with special. him. Yeah, great hot dog at the concession stand with him. Talked about everything. Yeah, we talked about some bourbon, you know, local eats and stuff like that. And then... I went and watched him yell at some more kids. So Good. I appreciate Mike. Always, uh, he sends me messages talking about the show. He's a big fan of our uh, Wiseman review. Um, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, he loved that one. Yeah. Yeah. And number one in the poop category? Yeah. 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 Great. Um, and he also, he uh, he bought our single barrel and stuff, too. So Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. that's why I recognize the name. Yeah. Awesome. Well, so. Mike, Todd, and Jared. Thank you guys so much for joining the Patreon. Thank you to everybody who supports the show on Patreon. And thank you to everybody who listens to the show every single week, whether or not you are able to financially support us. It does matter that you are here, that you are downloading, that you are sharing, all that stuff. It means so much to us. And honestly, I don't think I have anything else to say. We love you. At this point, we do love you guys. Stick around. You're the best. Um, last call. Coming up here. Big. Real soon. Ass. Last. Call. Big ass call. Yeah. Big ass call. The last one. <laughs> you got to pay for those usually. You do. Yeah. Ass Would, calls. Yeah. All yeah. right. Anyway. That does it for this week. Thank you all so much. As always, we will see you real soon. Until next time, though, I'm Perry. I'm Swan. I'm Eric. And this is my bourbon podcast. Bourbon.